I, uh, I want to try something new. All right, Glenn, you're going to start us off, okay? Take the intro here. Hi, and welcome to And Introducing, a podcast about words, about music, and sometimes moving pictures about music. I'm Chris Wade. I'm Molly O'Brien. And introducing the king of rock and roll, it's uh, Elvis Presley, here. subject of Boz Lerman's... Is it Baz Lerman? Boz. 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 <laughs> subject of Boz Lerman's 2022 motion picture biopic, Elvis. Joining us today to discuss the film, movie critic from The Atlantic, and of course from the Blank Check podcast, ladies and gentlemen, David Sims has entered the building. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, David. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think I knew that that was a guy would say that. So was it so that people would stop like freaking out? Like Elvis is left. Like, is that what that is? You can go home now. That's what it is. Yeah. Right? Stop rioting. I've, He's not here. It's one of those things where you're like, well, of course I know Elvis has left the building. Right. right. And I guess I had just never put together why that had been a phrase. Yeah. That he died. Yeah. Which I, yeah. Yeah. I, be, I guess I always thought that it was just like a dramatic flourish, like putting a Elvis G- has left. Right. <laughs> yeah. You put like James Brown's cape on him as he collapses at the end, like something like that. But now I'm just imagining it as like, he's, you like, know, they're mopping the floors at the end. He's not in the building. <laughs> 4 a.m. There's right. still like yeah. three you need screaming to leave. teenagers. You need to I, leave. It's funny. You know, I re I watched, I think I told this, maybe not. I don't think, I, I watched A Few Good Men with my wife. One of my One of my favorite. One of my all time favorites. It's an incredible movie. Um, which I've seen a bunch of times yeah. and my wife had never seen because my wife is less pop culture literate than I during <laughs> pandemic. It was one of the, it was like during the pandemic. It was a lot of watched, time. So it was, I'm just like, were, have you ever seen X? No, didn't <laughs> watch so. X. Yeah. We're watching it. And she didn't know that, you know, this was the, you can't handle the truth movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was that beautiful, rare, like I watched her. She knows the line. Yeah. And but, when he said, and it's so good. And it's in the middle of that long monologue. Yeah, and it's just like, a, yeah. you know, back and did you order the code red? You know, like all that. <laughs> and like, it's just so fun to watch that naturally happen. Like something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just someone hear something where you're like, oh, right. That's that famous phrase that I know. Once you get the context and you're like, oh, this is even better than what I thought. can't handle the truth. He can't handle the truth. That, you need that guy on the wall yeah. or whatever else, he's the, saying. Or else know? the Cubans are going to invade yeah, America. Mean, this is the thing. He's got to get over <laughs> right? You probably don't need him on the wall. Anymore. He thinks you do. All right. Well, David, last time you were on this program, we were discussing 2018's uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, which I think is going to uh, that discussion will will bleed into and inform this because in a way, I think that these movies are bizarre yin and yangs of maximalist Mm. rock and roll Mm. uh, biopicture. But let's just start uh, with quick takes. What did you think of the movie? See, I like the movie. Do you guys like the, the movie? I really great. like the okay, movie. Good, all right, good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be fine if you didn't. Lots of people don't, but yeah. I like the movie. <laughs> Have there been, I feel like there's a lot of, like, why haven't I been back on this podcast? There was Rocket Man. There was Rocket Man. Which I, mean, had, I, I haven't seen. Yeah. yeah. That was a pandemic thing. And also, well, look, Have the there been the other music biopics. Rocket Man came out, but, you know, that just seemed like a cross. Home plate, just like good, classy. It's a total, right, seven out of ten, well done. You're like, yeah, this is fine. The right. thing was, well, first of all, we I really reconnected that. after your recent uh, Bell House live show. That's true. And then when 
David Ehrlich's review dropped, mm. and the first paragraph refers to this movie as a sadistically monotonous super montage in which a weird Flemish guy manipulates some naive young greaser over and over and over again until they both get sad and die. Then immediately just he compares it to Speed, speed Racer. Racer. I just turned to Molly and was like, get me Sims. Yeah. You, got, you, got a, you got a Speed Racer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Up here. yeah, it just seemed like this was going to be so much and so crazy that yes. it would be worth discussing uh, in, in the context 100%. of music and movies. Yeah. Yes. I'm just saying, happy for every music. I feel like, because I feel like Bohemian Done. Rhapsody made music biopics, you know, it's, it was, seem profitable. Yeah, it's again. one of those yeah. things where yes, a terrible but successful entry in it is like, then you get the flood of the zone of like, what else, what else haven't we covered yet? Oh, there was right. There was like an Aretha Franklin movie, right? They didn't really... I mean, no one needed to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Uh, what was the one where, who did Zoe Kravitz play someone that they got upset? Nina Simone? Oh, yeah. It wasn't Zoe Kravitz, though. Oh, wait, who not Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Who am I thinking of? Uh, um, uh, oh, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana, the there other Zoe. Mm. But no, I think that was like not even, I mean, it, it was released or also whatever. Also straight but, like, to that Hulu. Was yeah. 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 Uh, Zoe Saldana tries to be not green or blue one time. And everybody gets pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> They're very specific about about that stuff. (laughs) She's so famous. She's in so many big movies, and yet no one, I feel like, really thinks about it. We were just talking. She's underrated. Her collective box office must be out of this world. It's insane. She's she's always green or blue. It's hilarious. Yeah. I guess, yeah, there was a a David Bowie movie that everyone despised called Mm. Stardust. And now there's a, that it. new Bowie movie coming out that's advertising itself as like an IMAX. It's not because a movie. It's an experience. It's, like it's, an, Im- experience. it's an immersive experience. Right. Yeah. Is, that, is, is that just a documentary? Or is yeah. It like a, no, or it's like maybe experience. a concert okay, film. A, I've been invite, I have been sent a lot of really annoying press release emails about that <laughs> being like David don't you want to come like ex- you know and I'm just like what is this it seems like a step away from a David Bowie branded activation that's what it's it's like yeah. that thing where like you could go see Van Gogh paintings yes yeah yes yeah. It's like, I mean, no objection that's fine enjoy it just doesn't seem uh, artistic right? yeah, yeah, yeah it's a little more just a nostalgia yeah it's exactly a vi- it's a vibe Unage Daydream that's called yes yes, yes. yes. Molly want to do quick takes on the on the movie what'd you think I had a great time I was struggling before we went I was like on one hand I would need to be sober for this and on the other hand I need, I would like to be extremely stoned I think you should have gotten stoned I Did got a little stoned? Okay. I, I, I went halfway and got a little stoned because I wanted to let the boss baz boss it's boss <laughs> I don't know why but I believe that is correct Wait, what, is, what is his actual name Australians are weird uh, you know. I yeah I don't like obviously Bos-Larian. I think of boss as Bo- Sebastian, Bos- right yeah uh, oh, but okay. I don't think that's his Bash. name his name is Mark <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. His you know, Mark. Australians do things a little differently. Uh, than I want to get into that. He got the nickname at school because of his hairstyle, uh, which was compared to Basil Brush, which is a puppet <laughs> character okay. from British television. Okay, so, okay I don't know what to tell okay, you. Okay. It's a, it's a whole, it's a it's lot of some uh, weird, a lot nickname. of British, British uh, co- Commonwealth nonsense. <laughs> right, he's Australian, of course, but yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I wanted to let it wash over me because I I just I love what he does. I know it is polarizing, but mm. uh, a, a Boz Lerman movie is just going to be it's just going to be fun, if at the so. very least. Yes, I think it's, so. And it's also going to be long. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and honestly, it's like one of those things where it's both. You get both. It's long 
and, and it's fun. And it's fun. Yeah, how how often are you both having a long and good time at we've, the movies? We've also been slamming the boss. We watched Australia recently. Well, we watched what I Strictly get into. Ballroom. Mm. So like we I think now have we watched we, everything? We are yeah, now boss you, those are the you cleaned it up. We right? even yeah. watched the first episode of The Get Down. Sure. <laughs> which is enough to say we've watched The Get Down. I've only seen the first episode of The yeah. Get Down. Well. Uh, and I love Baz Luhrmann. Yes. My capsule review of this movie is it does the single necessary thing of a biopic, which is making me walk out of it and go, damn, Elvis Presley, a lot of good songs. Want to listen to some Elvis right now, which yeah. I did. I I had the same reaction. And, and I love it. We'll get into much more about that. But that top level is like if your your music biopic yeah. it leaves you walking out being like, what You're a right. great artist. What an incredible musician. What a great performer. I love mm-hmm. all their songs. And I didn't even think about them that much. So now let's go back and say, just to cover our priors, because we do this for every and intro. Do you have any opinions about Elvis, David? I like Elvis. I mean, yeah, it's hard to do this one because it's so it's <laughs> Elvis Presley. Well, no, but I do think like all right. So recently on my podcast, we did John Carpenter, mm. and so we did his Elvis mini series, or mm. it's a TV part movie event, or right? Something, it's TV it's longer than this. It's very long. Um, we did that on our Patreon, and I feel like we had an Elvis discussion. I was the most pro Elvis, and the others on the podcast were all varying levels of like, I don't know, man, I'm not a hundred years old like i never really <laughs> listened to elvis because like my parents didn't listen to elvis yeah my parents were too mm-hmm. my my dad would have been maybe a teenager then so maybe he did a little bit but like my mom was like a beetle maniac she's sure. like a classic boomer like mm-hmm. that was her intro to pop music right? right so elvis is so there was no elvis in my house mm-hmm. you know like no elvis records sure or whatever and he's so i only knew him as a pop culture figure for like my, right and then like later i feel like i finally was like well I should, right? I don't Check know what your guys' journeys are. And, and I like listen, and there's everyone's like, well, you should listen to like the Sun Sessions, right? All that mm-hmm. stuff, all the early stuff. Yeah, real crazy. hardcore. And that stuff's good. Yeah. But it's like when you're a teenager and you're like pretentious and you're listening to that and like Johnny Cash and you're like, uh, you know, listening to these like mono recordings or whatever. <laughs> and you're at a certain point, I don't know, you know. And then, you know, I love the later stuff. I love all the, the flamboyant later mm-hmm. stuff. Like, yeah. that stuff is great. Yeah, the, the full orchestra, like, yeah, richly recorded. Dangerous Minds. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, suspicious Minds. Suspicious, suspicious Dangerous Minds is the, uh, uh, That's the Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer uh, yeah. movie They're rapping. About, yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 of course. Right. <laughs> Do you guys like Elvis? Do you hate Elvis? Do you want to go first? I don't hate, I don't hate him. I think I, I definitely, like, I was just, like, not interested. I also had Beatle parents. And yeah. so, like... The idea, yeah, Elvis was just not weirdly. I think the first like introduction of Elvis as a cultural figure, which is going to be like a very specific uh, segment of age, is Full House, the TV show Full House. Uncle Jesse was like obsessed with Elvis. Right. That that's you're right. That's how you would know about Elvis. Yeah. Something like that, or someone in a cartoon. Yeah, secondary. Yeah, with the, like a caricature like, of uh-huh, what. Uh-huh, thank you, thank like, you very much. I get that yeah. this is Elvis. And sure. so I was like, okay, yes, this is a this is a cartoon man. Uh, yeah, and not like not <laughs> relevant. And I was also aware of like the legacy of that. He, you know, that I was. I think I was pretty young when it was like Elvis stole black music. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, that's the thing. I think my dad had kind of lectured me on that, <laughs> or whatever. He's like, and I think that's like, probably nah, he's like, like, son, it's time for me to talk to you about right. appropriation. And I feel like now we're coming back around where we were like, well, he wasn't. Ste- you know, it's kind of an. It's, it was going to be inevitable. somebody, yeah. right? You know, exactly. Yeah. And like we've sort of readjusted on that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. There was an Elvis 
back when they did it, we're doing like Beatles one. They did like an Elvis oh, one. They did. Oh, no, I remember that. Yeah. And that they're I really think... trying to print money with those like CD box sets. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. How many more CDs? It was such can a we... Christmas present thing. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And I feel like my mom got that and was like, there was a, a winter or summer where we were blasting a lot of Elvis and maybe stop and consider because yes before that you're like you know when you're a kid you're like yeah this is like the Pillsbury Doughman this is like a corp a mascot of pop culture culture. you have Uh, no sense of him as a human being he's just something that like kind of like every yeah as you're saying every piece of media no matter which direction whether it's like some adult movie that you might be watching or literally like uh, uh, Scooby-Doo yeah, it's like cartoon. omnidirectionally saturated. But Elvis you, impersonators I feel like yeah. were almost more of a cultural moment for me than yes. Elvis. Yes. And you learn like you learn so many things before you learn about it. Like he died on the toilet. He yeah. ate the peanut butter yeah. sandwiches. Peanut butter the sandwiches. He met yeah. Nixon. He yeah. met Nixon. Yeah, exactly. You know like the rhinestone suits. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're it's so funny because, like, the Beatles was like my mother's sexual awakening. She would be <laughs> yes. fully, sure. like, candid about that, right? She was like 12, 13 years old or whatever when, like, you know, with the Beatles or whatever. whatever yeah, yeah, her yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Beatles are hot. I'm not disputing this. Yeah. But when you watch, like, them performing in their suits with their hair, and people are like rending their clothes. You're right. like, this is funny that like they're freaking out about. Yeah. This. Well, like, what were your standards Where, before? When you see Elvis, you're like, oh my god, yeah. this guy yeah. is like outrageous. Like, yeah. you actually do get it. You get the panic more, and you get the hysteria yeah. more. Uh, yeah. The Beatles. It's a perfect Simpsons joke. The uh, non-threatening boys magazine. You know. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the I've my mother has described like being in a record store, age twelve, someone being like, this is look a, at these a boys. New band, and her saying like look at their hair. And I do get that. Like that, like it's hard for us to understand that like no one had long quote unquote hair, but Elvis, it's just like, it just, you see, I I watch that clip of him and I tell him all the time Mm. where he does. Have you seen it? Yeah. He does like the kind of two minutes of talking where he keeps pretending to he's going to get into the song and then you'll pull back and everyone's like, and you're like, Ooh, this is sexy. And it's, Dangerous. It's yeah. yeah. And Ed Sullivan is so not sexy too that it's sort of a wonderful <laughs> Ed, contrast. Ed Sullivan is yeah. like a walking corpse. Yes, he looks like a tree man. He looks like an ent. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like weird lines on his face. <laughs> all right. So we'll get into all the ways that this movie, I think, very well gets into what we're just talking about there. But then the other base for this, what are your bass thoughts? How do you feel about I uh, Lerman? I love him. Yeah, we're all on the same page. We're I'm big. We're big Dazniaks here. Yeah. I'm going to talk about my mom a lot on this episode. <laughs> she took me to see Romeo plus Juliet, plus Juliet when I was like 10 or 11. I think thinking like, wow, Shakespeare, like mm-hmm. this is a good thing for us to see together. <laughs> and like we were both like blown away by it, I remember. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. my favorite forever. I've seen that movie a hundred times. I love it so much. Like that is, I know he's like, whatever, you know, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know what you, where, where, what are your guys' favorite favorite boss i really want to do him a oh, blank check yeah he's great um i okay i would say i skipped romeo plus juliet because i was a little young for that and then yes. by the time i was older that that was pure girl shit mm-hmm. uh for me in like, sure high school is saw moulin rouge uh mm-hmm. which i but like what did you think of moulin rouge i liked a, a lot especially right. because <laughs> you can tell uh, going back to our queen episode huge queen fan mm-hmm. in uh mm-hmm. like middle school like young high school and among the many, many song drops in that is a very deep cut Queen so- song, The Show Must Go On. Mm. And oh, recognizing right. that song in the many multi- montages that like really keyed me into it. Mm. And I was like, hmm, this guy, man has good taste. 
skipped Australia, and then it was we all skipped Australia, which <laughs> is a bummer. Well, we just rewatched. I, know, I would I love know, to talk, do a little Australia corner. <laughs> sure, second. sure. But it was really watching Great Gatsby, where I felt like at the time that was like soundly rejected by a lot of people. Most of the people was like, "Oh, this is so like gaudy and like yeah, gross right. and stupid." I'm like, that. It, that's what the the, the scene is about. That's 100%. like what he's trying to convey is like how insane the it was like perfect mm-hmm. for me and then i was like oh this rocks and then i went back and checked in on uh you know moulin rouge and and romeo plus julia and i was like oh yeah all, all in all yeah. in how do you feel about Bones? well i think my biggest mistake was i didn't watch moulin rouge when i was in like middle school high you school were of course the target audience i'm the target right, audience right. and i had i definitely had friends who like made it their whole personality and for whatever reason i just like never got into it <laughs> and we watched i just watched it for the first time like was it 2020 when we had a lot of time to watch movies? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is like, this is it. The, I feel like I didn't really see like Nicole Kidman until I saw that movie. Because she's, she's, she's funny and mm-hmm. hot and good that at That movie singing. is very funny. Wow. She's very glamorous. She's very zany, though. You're right. She's yeah, zany. Like, yeah. That movie really does feel like it conveys the best about what you were supposed to feel about Shakespeare in the time of Shakespeare. Like that this is mass- Populate, right? It's oh, entertaining. Yeah. It's entertainment. It's oh, yeah. funny. Yeah. There's action. And you see their the, guns. They're called yeah. swords. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Very clever. When I was 10, I was like, guys, in the playground, like, truly, I was like, you don't get it. Like, the gun has, like, sword written on it. Also, yes. be- best cinematic guns ever oh, were yeah, the guns. Oh, yeah. They're just like, so huge and gaudy. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even think I could hold one of them. Right. If like, guns were like that, I might like guns. Where <laughs> they like, had, like, Virgin Marys, like, in ceramics. <laughs> like, or, tiny little. Little John Leguizamo looks like he's absolutely gonna fall over just picking your up. Gun. Yes. Your gun should show off your personality and like what yeah. you you know what you're interested in. Oh man, Moulin Rouge is the weirdest one because that is the one where it's like the pitch is sort of like uh, hard. Like yeah, so like well, it's have you heard of the Moulin Rouge? You know, sure, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. like while we're doing like a pop musical set in a, you know, with you know, I don't know, like Moulin Rouge is like the a biggest vaguely gamble. moralistic, like t- yeah, kind like of a rise tale, and fall. Yeah. It's true, forbidden love, yeah, you know, but like Moulin Rouge, that feels like illegal that that was released. Like you watch <laughs> it, you're just like, how did a studio fund this? Like, <laughs> like Great Gatsby. That's what I feel like he does now. Now he's like, well, I'll Here's find a property, something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is name recognition. But I can like, but is is over the top in some way. So the Great Gatsby's like, well, the Gilded Age. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'll like, yeah, yeah. put all my baths into. What do you Bos- think of Australia? I haven't seen it since what's it from two thousand eight? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't remember it that well. I remember, I just remember like there being a cute kid. Yes, there's a cute there's kid. There's a cute kid. Problem where and like he kind of wants to explore race in Australia, right? Which like I both get it, and I'm not sure you're the guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was so in on Hugh. I'm, I love Hugh mm-hmm. Jackman. I still yes. love Hugh Jackman. The huge Jackman. We both, all of us have recently seen The Music Man on Broadway. Absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. That was one of those things where I was like, yeah, this is great. This yeah. is exactly what this is yeah, supposed to be. Classic story of it a got, slice of Americana with one of the best song and dance mans in the entertainment right. industry. It got yeah. like middling reviews, like theatrical reviews. And I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. I, I don't know what they expected. That's the thing where they were like, yeah, sure. The Music Man. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah it's sure, Jack the, music the Music Man. I'm sorry if it bored you it's like a, it, what do you want like a young slutty update like that's not <laughs> well I, w- I want the music man to be more bussin <laughs> yeah this is You're not right. this is not nearly bussin enough for, uh, for you got trouble audiences. in this town no cap no i just remember i remember you being very charming in australia but it all feeling a little thin mm-hmm. and nicole maybe 
Nicole kind of in boring mode. And yeah. And that was also just, no I think, after she kind of froze her face in she place. I yeah. look, and everything she's done since that, it's always been like, Nicole, why? She, yeah. And if she, there's certain roles where it'll be okay that yeah. she looks, you know, like Uncanny. this sort of icy, <laughs> scary queen lady. Right. Yeah. And, but like, it's tough if she's like, yeah, she can't really play a normal person but, anymore. Yeah. The thing I appreciate about that movie is just. Let's just have a book about the Habsburgs. Oh, that's here. for an upcoming podcast. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, the, that uh, the thing I appreciate about that movie is just the veering wildly between like Douglas Sirk and Mad Max, right? Like that, like right. just tonally, it's like here's going to Something be high, like sunset mellow romantic melodrama, mm-hmm. and then the next scene is going to be like a high octane cattle chase. Horse, I, that's remember a lot of horse stuff, right? Yeah, that, no, he's, he hits it. all the quadrants, which is yeah. I think what what is good. Love. Horse. <laughs> <laughs> World War Two. Uh, yeah, I love kid. horse guns. Uh, kid, adorable kid. And he, you know, he's a very sexy filmmaker who never like, like, does he rarely shoots sex scenes. Yeah. Uh, there's no like nudity in his movies. Really, like, it's funny how he. I do think of him as this very like big romantic S- filmmaker. Sensual. Right, but it's yeah. mostly it's very PG thirteen stuff, and he, and that's fine. Like, yeah, I'm not objecting to that. I feel like. He threads that needle. I love Boz. Great Gatsby. <laughs> so that's, I agree with you. That's the thing where everyone was mean about that movie. It got <laughs> middling right. reviews. It was a huge hit. Yeah. Partly, I think, on Leo and partly just they sold it well. Mm-hmm. Like the Jay-Z al- yeah, album. Yeah. Beyonce. Yes. yes. Um, and I have watched that movie so many times. My wife teaches The Great Gatsby <laughs> in, to her high schoolers, like many a high school English teacher does. <laughs> And so I'm always throwing it back on because she's always like trying to figure out some lesson. I'm like, and she's always like, well, this doesn't really. And I'm like, you know, like, no, 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 no. It's a perfect adaptation. It's so good. Beautiful shirts. The way he lays out um, Leo's entrance and then, you know, Tim raising. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Beautiful movie star shit. It's so good. The one thing I hate is the fucking text coming on the screen at the end of it. But even then. Yeah, sure. It's like, I, I get it. The green light. We want it. We, yeah, we need it. All right. Elvis. So we talk about Let's the talk 2022 about film Elvis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just by way of a little bit of a summary, uh, I wrote a little thumbnail biography of Elvis the guy, which basically serves as uh, the plot of the movie. Plot summary. Elvis, born in 1935, dies in 1977. From about 1954 to 1958, he synthesizes black R&B, white country, various blues and gospel traditions into some of the most influential popular records ever produced and becomes one of the most famous people the world has ever seen. Joins the army from 58 to 60 to clean up his image, comes back and makes a zillion mediocre but popular movies in Hollywood for eight years, has a much lauded TV comeback in 68, then spends the next decade of his life trapped in a residency in Vegas where he gets fat and dies of prescription pill abuse. He doesn't even get that fat, but yeah, whatever. Right, fat by 77 standards, which is like, you know, basically my physique. (laughs) Well, right, I'm sure he was like lighter than me, but like, what he... He's pretty fat at the right at the end, yeah. right? At the right? End. Like, because I mean, Boz avoids it because I think Boz is like, my Elvis is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So not <laughs> but then he has that one shot of real Elvis that you mm-hmm. see where he's kind of being held up at his piano. Yeah, yeah. So he does. He doesn't look. He doesn't amazing. look great. <laughs> he <laughs> looks look great. Like he needs, especially when yeah. you know what earlier Elvis looks like. Uh, right. I mean, we'll get to that shot at the end because I think that that moment is fairly transcendent. I agree, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess, I guess where I want to get in on this is that obviously this is a movie about Elvis, but really it's a movie about Colonel Tom Parker. Right. And the, the just as way of introducing this, uh, my almost my favorite moment of this entire movie cycle is the day that the first trailer for this dropped with like actual dialogue and everyone online collectively going, "Oh, Tom Parker's Dutch!" At everyone, the same time, everyone 
plugged his name into Wikipedia. Yeah, we're like, why is he okay? But then you watch. He didn't talk like that. No, he did yeah. not. Right, category. I I, yeah. I, read I have the- hunted for clips. Of that. <laughs> yeah. Is there any recorded clips? There's of Tom some, yeah. and it's like he has like a slight tinge to his voice. That's he certainly does not talk like. I Goldman. read up on a fact check from. Tom Parker's literal biographer of this to get like a sense of what's real and what's not. And she described his voice as weird Southern, which is basically like him purposely affecting a Southern Southern accent, accent. but having a little difficulty because he is in fact Dutch. He's like a Dutch man who came here as an adult. Yes. Right. (laughs) Um, So this movie, the framing device of the movie is Tom Parker dying in a morphine haze, uh, haunting uh, Vegas casinos like a ghost and remembering his life with Elvis Presley and to the audience trying to justify his behavior, which centers around uh, t- the Tom Hanks performance. What did you think of Tom Hanks? I, I love it. I mean, like Tom Hanks, I feel like people forget this, that he goes sicko mode like this mm-hmm. every so often. Like yeah. the Cloud Atlas performance. Yes. Uh, there's another obvious one. That I would like, And he'll do it in little spurts. Like, because he's also the got- Lady Jep- Killers performance. Lady Killers. That's a great example. He's got this Geppetto performance coming up. Ooh. Which oh, as Pinocchio, you know, like that movie looks like straight down the middle, just like Disney mm-hmm. Pinocchio. But he is certainly like, get some makeup on me. I'm doing a voice. I am, like, go- you know, I am becoming Tom Hanksio. Exactly. He is not like because he'll then he'll swerve back to America's Dad stuff yeah. and Bridges Spies recently or Sully or whatever. You know, like that stuff, which he's great at. Mm-hmm. But then I just feel like he's every few years he's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, silly. Let him out of his his cage. Boz must be encouraging. Yes, it's not like Tom Hanks showed up with like this is what I was thinking, and Boz was like, "Uh, yeah, okay." Like it was like blindsided by that. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I read that Boz said yes. I I wanted him to play it out, play it up because I wanted him to seem like an alien. Yes, I mean that's the whole point of the movie, right? Yeah, is like this guy is ludicrous. Yes, and that makes it even funnier when he's like, "I'm just a simple West Virginia man." Like what? You know, like (laughs) I can't do his voice. No, no one. None can, of us can do it. It's not based in any kind of linguistic <laughs> history. <laughs> you have like I would, coach? I would like to see the wired guy, the, the uh, dialect the coach, guy, yeah. be like, I don't know what this is. Like, uh, uh, this is this is an amalgamation. The uh, t- Tom Hanks in this, I feel like he was every time I looked at him, especially since most of the time he was on screen, it was a weird reaction shot or him like hiding behind in the a shadows. Curtain. Yes, it was just every time it was just like there he is. <laughs> <laughs> lots Colonel. of lots Dude. of lurking. Like, the I way was, he holds a cigar, not between his thumb and forefinger, but between his middle two fingers. Oh, the so entire time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got the um the the cane with like the porcelain like clown tip. Like yes. Yes. he's full. He's a he's a carnival freak. He is a weird carnival freak. But uh, that's what America's built on, yes. man. Or, or what are we, if not a carnival, continuing to go yes, west? Yes, this movie is not subtle in that no. America is a carnival, uh, is a carny trick. Uh, the entertainment industry, industry. is a carny trick. Right. Ro- rock snow music job, is. Right. A, snow a snow job. A snow job. Talking about snow jobs. Uh, I yeah. would argue Baz trying to say uh, that movies themselves, yeah. this movie sure. you're watching is a con, is a, is a con right. job. Yeah. You know, And you're all in on it. Yeah, you and you pigs. love it. But <laughs> then also, it is Parker, and you're like, yeah. well, okay, this man is actually not a moral authority. I understand <laughs> he is a flawed narrator. I yes. get that that's part of the point here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's, uh, yeah, the argument, I guess the argument that the movie is making is that you wanted to, you wanted to be tricked. And at the very end, you right. know, it does, he does literally say, who killed Elvis? Why, perhaps it was you, yes. the audience. <laughs> he does point at it. Point at us. Uh, yeah. As for Hanks' performance, the other performance that this really reminded me of, and I feel like this is a bit of a curveball, is Hanks as 
Hanratty in Catch Me If You Can, especially in the element. A quietly hammy performance. Yeah, quietly hammy performance that is also based around the thing, the concept of this charismatic other guy that I'm bending my entire life around and I cannot decide if I hate and want to destroy or I love and want to protect. Want to, yeah, or be or Or, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah. God, he's so good as handwriting. And that was... That's funny because, like, he wasn't, of course, in the 90s, he's Tom Hanks, right? Yeah. He's just mm-hmm. doing And handwriting, that's sort of early signs of him being like, I'm going to shift to character stuff. I can do guys. a character. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to just be a movie star, which is smart. Like, it's not like Tom Cruise where he's like, although even Tom Cruise did, like, Rock of Ages. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, even another pandemic, has another yeah. pandemic watch. Yes. That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also watched it in the pandemic. Wanting it to be yes. like, at least, a little at least entertaining, yeah. yeah. And he's good, yes, because he, he's doing his thing where he's just making such an effort that you're sort mm-hmm. of like, okay, Tom, yeah, yeah, good job. Yeah, then the, the fucking main ones are so bad, so bad. They're horrible. I mean, it's the lady from Dancing with the Stars, yeah. and I'm like, what, what, how, why? It's a bummer. I, yeah, the, I, the only thing I can really keep in my mind rotate in my mind from that movie is the scene in the the, the green room where like tom cruise is like really laying on the little like yeah. i am the devil shtick yes. on on her i honestly I, rock of ages i saw on broadway <laughs> like knowing nothing someone mm-hmm. brought me as a plus one to like a, whatever sure I, have you guys seen rock of ages on broadway no. no it was one of those things where i was like this is charming. Like I'm enjoying this. <laughs> the song, you know, this. It's good. The songs yeah, exactly. are good. They're, everyone's having a nice the time. 80s are crazy. I think I would struggle with that a lot because, as is canon on and introducing, uh, "Don't Stop Believing" is in fact my least favorite song. <laughs> a song that absolutely drives me crazy, and the more ha- hagiography and like epicness put onto it, the more irritated by it uh, I am. So I think that it, entire you're right show would and be me is, white knuckling, being like, "It's all it's leading coming. to no, it's coming." Yeah. <laughs> that song is now unlistenable. Yes, yeah. exactly. I, you know, there was probably a time in my life where I would have enjoyed hearing that song, and yeah. now it is unlistenable. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so then the first act of this movie, <laughs> this movie follows the classic three act structure, which is uh, call to adventure, right? Uh, fighting Santa Claus, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and death in Vegas, death. basically. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the first act of this movie is probably the most hype kinetic, and it's like basically one long montage that just like weaves in. Uh, basically, the entire history of 20th century history of African American music and Elvis's dick. Oh man, and it's, it's true. It's awesome. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Do you think he had like a giant dick? I have, Do we know? I'm sorry. That's a great. I mean, that's a, that's a good for, question. Oh god, oh, no. damn it! Please pause. <laughs> Who's coming? Who is it? Probably more wedding gifts. Probably more Aww, wedding gifts. Oh, wedding gifts. I know. We're in, inundated. How many blenders have you got? We got we got the Vitamix. That was the big. Congrats. That was the big deal. That's good. Um, Elvis's dick. Yeah. Did he have a big yeah. dick? Does oh, anyone? He certainly acts like he so does. I was does. Reading up on this, and there was apparently <laughs> several different people, uh, including not not um, Sullivan, but one of those other you know TV presenter guys, sure. who were convinced that he put like a, like taped a Coke bottle to his dick or had some kind of apparatus to make it. To make it look more legible, yeah, right. in the like loose pants, or Fair other enough. speculation was a uh, toilet paper tube. Sure, that seems more. Yeah, I yeah. mean, a Coke bottle would be. Absurd. That sounds yeah, yeah. stressful. But it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's got he's got enough to think about up there. Because when I was a kid, like it's that thing where you're like, well, he was so scandalous because he he would wiggle, and I would, and as a kid, I first leapt to like. 
could you just see his penis? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then later I think you realize, no, it's just that he's moving. It's just yeah. the movement. Yeah, it's, it's moving at all. It's not some crazy, like, it, it's just, but but, but whatever. Yeah, especially when you like, consider, like, the heart, the heart throbs, like, a generation before him. You're, like, your Rat Pack guys, you're, like, Sinatra's. Where it's literally your mental image of them is literally holding a drink in right. their hand. Standing. And like you, you can't, can't wiggle move. when you got a martini glass yes. all full. You can't do anything when you, you have a martini anything. graph. Yeah. No, no. Or you know, right. the like five piece bands all wearing bow ties that yeah, have like, like their yeah, guitars. Hank Williams, fully they're covered. standing still with in songs front like of a uh, oh, oh my darling, uh hold hold hands in the gazebo. Well, <laughs> we should talk about this now because the other thing that we did in uh Preparation for this. Mm. We watched a few Elvis movies, which I don't have you ever watched any of the Elvis I've movies? I've seen like Jailhouse Rock and maybe Viva Las Vegas. I have not. I've seen like the ones that people are like, well, those are his best, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, we watched uh, Blue Hawaii. Blue Hawaii. Blue Hawaii Everyone, everyone says Vegas. that one is really good. I've never yeah. seen that one. Uh, Blue Hawaii, I would say, I mean, worth good. maybe worth watching, but definitely worth having on mute in the back of a tiki bar. <laughs> in the background mm-hmm. of a tiki bar. I mean, yeah. the look of these things is great. Yeah. Viva Las Vegas actually kind of rocks. Well, that's yeah. the one with Anne Margaret, right? Yeah. I mean, a- she Anne is Margaret, like a babe. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> boy, 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 Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then also the other thing I'd say, speaking of Speed Racer, that the mm-hmm. last like 20 minutes of uh, Viva Las Vegas is just Speed Racer, not the new movie, the Japanese cartoon. Like right. the designs, the cars, the outfits, even down to having the girlfriend monitor from a helicopter, yeah. the race. Cool. It's like, yes, right. it's very much like you can imagine the creator of Speed Racer watching this and be like, oh yeah, this is the cartoon and just right. do that. So I think that one's worth a watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then the other thing we watched to research for the prep for this was of course, Walk Hard. Yeah, I know. And it really, this movie <laughs> so really escape it. does follow beat for beat. I know. The walk hard story. But it, but it, by it first, doing it with hyperactive sincerity, it, like it, it works. It didn't bother me, partly because it's Elvis. Yeah. And so yeah. walk hard is basically making fun of Elvis, the mm-hmm. story of Elvis, right? Yeah. As on top of the fact that it's making fun of Walk the Line in a million other movies. But yeah. like, it's got a lot of Elvis and Dead DNA. Brother and stuff right. like that. Yeah, yeah. So like, I guess that's partly why it's forgivable. Like, I did see, like, I was wondering if like Ken Boz escaped the biopic. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can't. You can't. Yes. Especially with Elvis, I think, because it's like, there's too many beats you have to hit with yes. Elvis that everyone knows. Yeah. And you can't ignore like, whatever the comeback special you can't ignore yes. babe. like so i feel like that's part of it like he says like oh i've got like a four-hour cut of this like there's so much i didn't include you know wow. he, release it boss i know <laughs> and when he talks about it you're clearly like oh the stuff he didn't include is interesting niche stuff about elvis's life yeah, but probably it's like, like karate fascination oh, that I, would be good. I mean i wish they had spent more time in the hollywood years it's that's really skimmed skimmed over they just get right past that yeah. they're just like that sucked yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah it, there's nothing but the frustrating yeah. part about that for a boz lerman movie is that that lends for so much formal stuff like the one shot of that movie where he like recreates like the technicolor of elvis where he like recreates like the technicolor like swooping of like a girl pool party sequence from a yeah Elvis movie, it's like, oh, great. He's going to be in, you know, uh, Technicolor for a minute. Just 10 minutes of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a lot of fighting at that point. That's them on the set being like, this sucks. Which, like, I'm sure it did suck. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is the problem with Elvis. The back ha- It's the problem with the Carpenter movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's a bummer. He's paranoid and he's weird and he's depressed and yes. everyone's, like, leeching off of him and, you know, you can't avoid that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I guess, like, in the dramatic since like the inertia stops because he just gets trapped 
in yeah. Hollywood and Vegas. And I, look, I like what Boz did. Mm-hmm. I like I love those shots of just like them in their room surrounded like uh, Parker surrounded by all the memorabilia. Yeah. yeah. God, this is like so And like creepy. Elvis's weird hotel room that's like all dark and yeah. high up and yeah. 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 It's well dramatized, but yeah. it is there's not a lot of movement. And same with, you know, how many times can you watch the rock star wife scream at you? You're not, you're not the man I married. Which is why I think he mostly just yeah. glosses Skims over, over that, Priscilla, yeah. right? Yeah. He just doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. Who even is? I don't know. Everyone in the movie is Australian except for yeah. like uh, Butler and Hanks. It like, is kind of funny about that, that it is like it's Butler and Hanks. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about Butler's performance. Uh, phenomenal. I- incredible. It's something like, that could be a disaster. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, real a really impressive performance and I had no expectations really mm-hmm. going in. Other than yeah. that he kind of looked like him, like him. Yeah, kind of. But yeah. in a weird I was saying he looks like Yassified Elvis. Like <laughs> he he almost looks like he got like injections and surgery to like look more like a weird like bizarro version of Elvis, but then you actually see it in cuz in the trailer I was just like, "Uh-oh." <laughs> I, <laughs> I like agree. But then mildly. in the actual movie I was like, "Oh, you totally embodied it." You buy just, it right away and he's yeah. very sweet and he's yes. very like like he gets the whole sort of like weird wounded fawn thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. internal sensitive mama's boy, yeah. yeah. But also like God, Elvis is so weird. <laughs> gen- but like, there's a he has the generosity to like friends and people that he works with, yeah. Um, but I, I, going back to bring up Walk Hard because it is so funny. Like in that sequence where like you know the whole the whole first part of this movie revolves around basically setting up the. <laughs> What is it? The Hayride performance? Oh, yeah. yeah. The Hay, which is a radio broadcast live concert where it's like the unveiling of this thing that like literally drives people insane. And it's right. basically all these moving parts going back to his childhood and meeting Tom Parker in the carnival and then like this him performance in the revival yeah, tent yeah. and mm-hmm. him hearing uh, uh, What's Your Pants Sing and all that, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And then like intercut with the climax, which is basically like two, three straight minutes of just solid intercut with his thrusting mm-hmm. pelvis and women losing their just minds. screaming. And I it is, it. obviously, because we just watched it, that heart walk hard sequence of Dewey Cox singing the, like, let me hold your hand, my sugar baby, and, like, the women, like, people just, like, fucking on the ground. Right. And, that and they old people, like, getting into fist fights yes. and screaming that it's the devil's which is, music. Which is funny. Yeah. It is. And he does that, Boz does that basically straight in this movie. And I would say through movie magic, it fucking works. You buy it. You buy yeah. the, the how this would drive people insane. It's part- Even in 2022, how that would make people insane in 1955. Yeah. Right. It's partly Boz is good at whatever, building to a moment. Yes. <laughs> And it's partly that you're rooting for Elvis to blow their minds because they're like a little mean to him and he's in his pink suit yeah. and he's a little cautious at first. You yeah. want him to like yeah. make them all horny. Yeah. Yes. The one <sighs> shot of the like, it was kind of like a slow-mo shot of the one girl who was like starting to yes. scream, yes. but also like looking in her eyes and just being like, I don't know why I'm screaming and I probably shouldn't, but yet I am. I was like, this is so perfect. It's yeah. just like, I love that. Colossal. I like and that he has Cody Smith McPhee on yeah. the sidelines going like, I'm, I like this for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like he even, even sort of shouts that out. Uh, yeah. And that, that, that one scene that you're talking about is like a perfect encapsulation of the, the creepy hangs. Cause it's like, it's not cutting back and forth between, Elvis, Elvis and, and the, the girl. girl. It's cutting back and forth between Hanks, like watching with like dollar signs coming in his right. eyes, oh. and this slow push in as he's literally it. holding a staff with a clown on it. <laughs> yeah, 
And of course, so you know, the scene where he basically pitches Elvis on like a, a career working together and he stops him at the top of a Ferris wheel. Yes. Or, or it, can you recover with it but in a how, literal house of mirrors? Yes. Yeah, that's right. It's so, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. That's just all great. Yeah. <laughs> the first act, I mean, of course it's going to be the best mm-hmm. because it's, well, that's the exciting time. It's, it's the, the rocket ship. Elvis. It's, yeah. it's the rocket ship. Right. It's so great. Um, but then I actually loved that the second act was about the comeback special mm-hmm. and like the artistry of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I think the thing about him being moved by the assassination of RFK is horseshit, oh, as far as I can tell, or at least like very massaged timeline. Yeah, wise. yeah. I like that song at the end is is interesting and different, right? Yes. Like there's mm-hmm. no doubt that he definitely was like, I want to do this. I mean, mm-hmm. there was I, I have read quotes. I'm sorry for that, jumping ahead. Oh no no no! Because I, I, I mean, eventually we're gonna have to talk about the racial angle of this of this sure. movie. Why not now? Why not now? <laughs> uh, I've read I read quotes that were people connected to Elvis. You know, and obviously that's part of the movie. Everybody connected to Elvis has their own story to sp- spin. But you know, I've read that he was like sincerely affected by uh, an admirer. An admirer of Martin Luther King was sincerely affected, right. and, and that yes, he, they're both he's how, from Memphis. Yeah, yeah. how intentional the thought was there but there was some kind of you know emotional connection ha- mm-hmm. making it that like hit you with a ball peen hammer direct in the movie is like a little like oh this feels i mean off. it's just pro- i don't think it's tr- right totally right. true but it does, i mean elvis was no offense to elvis who i love but like he was like dumb he's a himbo right mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine like yeah. i don't no one out no one's out here arguing that elvis was like a very very deep thinker on like current events or whatever yeah. so yeah i, mean, I yeah. would assume that his reaction to these things was mostly like that is sad i don't like that yes. i would like people to be nice or whatever yes. like i, I don't yeah. think he had like you know yeah i mean everything i have read about elvis is that he is a he was a very sincere dedicated lover of music right he loved yeah. that right 100 percent. right and what, a bit of a nerd about it yes. or whatever like he knew his shit there and yeah. like mainly dedicated to just wanting to be a great performer and musician and everything else is like basically secondary in his life including being mostly okay with handing over 50 percent of the business to tom parker so he just didn't have didn't to have think to about think about right now you didn't want to think about any of that stuff yeah, it's yeah. it is not to bring up Michael Jackson, but like yeah. that's like Michael Jackson is like that where you're like, you don't think of Michael Jackson as a songwriter even really mm-hmm. like or, you know, you think of him as like just like a, a consummate performer, like mm-hmm. the yeah. most incredible, like in his height. Then you think about other stuff with Michael Jackson <laughs> later, but like, like in the 80s or whatever, it's like yeah. he's a great singer and dancer and performer. Yes. Like, yeah. And that's the thing with Elvis. Like, did he write the songs? Like, no, 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 no. This is that's not important. Like, yeah, yeah. It was all about his like force of personality and his charisma on and stage. taking other songs and making them Elvis songs, and, like, mm-hmm. speeding them up and giving yeah. them this kind of verve and like you know you hear those that old you know the original version of Hound Dog and it rules, mm-hmm. but it's not like a pop song you know it's like yeah. an old bluesy song and yeah. it's cool yeah. like you know yeah and I think that that's like I mean I, some of the criticisms of this movie I'd say is like oh it's so you know surface level and it's not interested in the character of Elvis as much as like this you know Dutch business demon who's bedeviling him uh, the the entire time but I think that the vacuousness or the kind of emptiness at the center of Elvis is what is interesting because yeah. in the end he is just a the perfect cipher of a perfect moment the, the to yeah. be there and and be filled with everything that culture needed to happen that's at that moment. That's very Christian is, you yeah. know, just be a vessel a for vessel. God's will. Yeah. That's and true. also black people's music. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100% though, you're totally right. Yeah. And like, I feel like Boz 
wants to have it both ways. And I get that. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. you'll have these scenes of Elvis listening to black musicians and you have these really compelling performances. Yeah. The guy, uh, Alton Mason, who does the little Richard, Richard uh, that guy is like that a, guy rules. a pure runway model doing an amazing performance uh, at that part. That shit ruled. I mean, like, that's another thing where I'm like, I think this is basically invented, but I love the idea. I love that. Yeah. Give, give me that in a music yeah. biopic. Like Elvis, like sneaking into the back of a bar. I mean, like, this guy's pretty good. I like him. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I like who knows if that happened. Who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the stuff with B.B. King where I'm like, were they really that close? And there's like, well, there's like definitely pictures of them together. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah, I saw that, that basi- they basically maybe met once or twice, <laughs> right. like incidentally, like they seem to be at the same place at the same time. So I was like, let's grab a picture. But, did you know. he meet the Beatles? He did, right? When they were younger. They hung out at his place once for two hours. And then later he dissed them or something. And but they he were also mad about played it. songs of theirs during his Vegas review time. He liked okay. the Beatles by yes. and large. Yeah. Right. But I also think that he He just hated hippies eventually. Yes. Which yeah. we get it, Elvis. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Hippies yeah. are annoying. They're like, you know, like <laughs> Yes, exactly. So yeah, I think I don't know. The the, the stuff about like race and this I, I obviously it's it's incredibly difficult to parse the uh the the generation of American popular music from the in the fifties uh, mm-hmm. from like a racial angle. And I don't think that this movie is like perfect at it, but it's like no. also not like evil or no, anything no it's not trying to like paper over anything or but it just yeah it, it can't it doesn't really have like a strong take yeah which no. is fine uh, but again in my opinion. if it loses any kind of strength and take it is to service of having a good time watching elvis watch a little richard yeah 100 percent. and like it just i guess it also just sort of knows that like look at the end of the day He's gonna get lost in Vegas, and like you know, yeah. it's it, that's all gonna just kind of like <laughs> be around. Before it gets sad, <laughs> um, it is. And there's so much about security, like that whole thing. Like once he's in Vegas, and Parker's like, "Oh yeah, well, I can't. We can't leave." You know, yeah, yeah. security. And I'm like, again, I googled about that, and that's sort of one of those things where it's like maybe <laughs> the, the whole conspiracy of like, did he never want to leave America because he didn't have a passport yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm seems unanswered like it seems like a theory more than like yeah he was definitely a bad person we all agree that he was probably a bad guy yes it's sort of like was he a demon like he is in this movie or was he just kind of like an unscrupulous or was he like every other businessman which is like yeah yeah. right yeah well i mean it's well two two things to that i'd say like maybe the most generous from what i've read the maximally generous depiction of their their relationship would be as we just said that Elvis was perfectly happy right. giving you, away. You handle it. I don't uh, need the money anyway. Everything. Fuck it. And right. Parker was obviously happy to be, you know, connected to this rocket ship of success and right. money. And yeah. that, you know, if you were again to be maximally generous, that they are like mutually reinforcing in their, you know, bad habits. Yes. But it's also, you know, and Molly, you could probably speak to this as well as like, and introducing Golden oh, Rule yeah. is that if you are the first person who is making a po- a certain type of pop mold you are like almost guaranteed to, to just screwed. be like totally fucked yeah, yeah. by the industry the, the list of uh famous singers and musicians who have gotten like a good business deal is is like yeah. on like one hand. and especially if you're right. like the first the first type to of do thing. you'll yeah. learn maybe from the mistakes of past versions of right okay so who are we talking about for who has like who had a good deal? Over. No, who, well, sure, who had a good deal? I mean, I, I actually I can't even pull it. You know what I'm I feel like if you write a book about your life, chances are you had a shitty deal. I think my favorite example is Hollow Notes, who uh, used to get paid in like coats with cash in the pockets. Yes, uh, by their manager, Ski coats Why? with wads like, of yeah, cash. Why like, not get like, paid with money? Yeah, in a, in a yeah, normal way. And then you know they ended their they kind of like 
plateaued and they're like, all right, let's let's pull up. And then everyone's like, great, you have zero dollars. Yes. They're like, actually, Jesus you Christ. owe us money. And yeah, they're right. like, cool, why? I mean, uh, I do love Parker, right, when he's like, oh, you fire me? Well, you owe me a hundred bucks for that like just, fucking yeah. drink I bought you yeah, in 1952. Fair, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that scene was just very funny that he started to list like every, you know, yeah. uh, itemized everything. Paper cup that has been like used in the thing and then just hands it to him and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And I'm like, do you guys have a lawyer? Like, you should <laughs> right. get a lawyer. You guys should maybe talk to He just wrote a bunch of counsel. shit on a napkin, but I, I think you guys can fight this. I but. think they did. Yeah. I, th I, think, I think in real life. The thing that mo most comes to mind about like the, if you're the first of something you get screwed is talking to Maria Sherman and also the music factory slash the song machine. I always forget what that book is called. Yeah, the song machine, the the yeah, music, hit factory. The hit factory, the song machine, or it's called the hit, hit machine, the music factory. Yeah, I mean, factory. look, yeah, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. But, it, but it's basically like when Lou developing Roman. that like format of like the American boy band, yes. like the first people through that ringer are just like fucked. And they and don't the even only know people what, that the only yeah. person who even marginally escapes that first round of yeah. those guys is like Justin Timberlake. The Backstreet Boys were like sharing hotel rooms on tour. Yeah. And getting like $10 a day. $10 per, per diem. As a, yeah, on their that's first so And it was just like, yeah, well, that's, I guess that's what it takes to like uh, become a pop star. I'm like, you can have more lunch money. Yeah, but <laughs> you can each get hotel rooms. And yeah. I think the Spice Girls were like that too. Like that sort of thing of like, mm. no, this is right. You're basically in like a dorm. Like, yeah, right, like, you know, yeah, yeah you don't Which have even, a life. You see that now with K-pop. They literally live in like group well, apartments together. Yeah. So yeah. And I'm like, you can <laughs> get your own house. Can yes. you get your own house? I don't think they can. <laughs> I don't know. might be like a government project like, too. It's like those guys are not like the K-pop, like they're not allowed to have like public relationships. Yeah. Or like, that all or like do be. drugs or whatever. Right. Did which... the Backstreet Boys like have sex? I'm sorry that I keep asking if people had sex. They but, did. Like, did they have sex? They had girlfriends. I remember specifically mm. AJ thanked his girlfriend in the liner notes and everyone sure. was like, oh my God, he has a <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> but in general, they, they were supposed to be like available seeming, which is another yes. theme of the Elvis thing of like, you can't have, you can't be known as someone who has a girlfriend. Right. And that that's been kind of true throughout time of like male male pop stars, especially of like you got to seem single in order yeah. to be successful. I mean, it is it is sound business to, to no do sure it, yeah. and, and ladies, he's single like yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Like yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't understand current pop music anymore. Does this even exist? I guess K-pop is now the closest analog to this kind of like you know very controlled structure. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the, that but doesn't exist still, in America. I mean, they were doing Jack, with, Jack Harlow, I would yeah. say. Do you do you know who Jack Harlow? Is? I know that name. Who the, is he? He had he had the well he had the number one song Jack in the country Harlow. for like ten weeks, and I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard it out in public. I could not name. He's it. a southern. I believe he's from Kentucky. It, right. And he's I, okay, a white. I'm, he's I'm, a white guy who's kind of cute, is, and his whole thing is like, is I'm he, charming. Is like, he a quirked up white boy? He's a quirked up white boy. Much and, much in the Elvis tradition. He raps. Yeah. Right. And so I do. I think that that tradition is still. Hopefully he has a better record deal. No, but uh, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm sure the right now it's like the the, the kids who are found on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, like they are exploited yes, as well. Right. I assume. Yeah, right? they TikTokers. Are, hey, sign this. Right. Yeah. 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 What's that thing about TikTokers having to? do music samples on TikTok for free or whatever so that like it'll get more viral yeah, or whatever, I mean, like, there's all that shit. So much shit going on in the like intersection of TikTok and promotion of, of media. We we did an episode about this about uh the singer Gail. Gail. We kind of dove into this a little and on Gail's behalf determined that it was more of like a classic music industry thing rather than like TikTokers being uh right. exploited sure, sure, about sure. stuff. But there's also this other thing that's been going around now about musicians doing this whole like mini meme of 
like depressedly going on TikTok and being like, management says I have a to label. do a TikTok uh, about yeah. a song. But then other could their be side. a bit like it could right. be a, a like a bit of being like the way that we've determined to make this a joke is getting all these musicians to be to say like, oh, I have to do this and looking. Yeah. Sad and then they about talk it. about it and yeah. then the song comes out and then they're like, ah, oh, here it is. Thanks, circles Halsey. within circles like, within circles. Much <laughs> like poor Elvis. Yeah. Like it is often the case where you're like, well, what's going on here? And then you're like, right. It's like the prior generation is in charge. Yes. yes. And it's like, the kid's like this. And you're like, do, do you know that? Like, yes. like where are you getting that? Because <laughs> yeah. that's what happens with Parker, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He, he seizes on this kid who has figured something out himself. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, what you need to do is this. And it's like, well, that does produce Family money, music, yeah, yeah. but it makes you incredibly uncool and yes. it like totally tanks your image. And the, the the second act of this movie is Elvis being like, well, I'm going to do the comeback special. I'm yeah. like fighting that. I, right? I, I want to get in because, okay, so I'll on the same board that the first like hour of this movie is basically like electric. And then I feel like it starts to, even though I've, I still like it, it frays a little bit in the second act, mostly with the amount of times that Tom Hanks has to say the words Christmas. He does say Santa, Santa Claus. Santa Claus a lot. Yes. Snowman. Here comes Santa Claus. When he is going to sing to here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I get the dramatic stakes. They are also the scene where uh, Presley is, Introspectively sitting in the O of the Hollywood, the Hollywood sign. sign yes. Very good. Very it's good. perfect. Wonderful. That is great. That sounds yeah. like something Boz thought of like minute one. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, like, we're definitely we got to get him. A, yeah. yeah. And then the Hollywood like, sign will be all crumbling. Yeah. 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 Like a doodle he drove. That's like, wonder if Elvis is sitting in the Hollywood. I should yes. make a movie about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the Picture man. Picture a man movie. in yes. an O. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like. And then, of course, it transitions into just like decline, you know, the classic movie decline and paranoia and sadness happening. I, I'll save it for the very end, but like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. How do you feel about the uh, the the whole like the Santa Clausness of the the Santa second? Claus of Have you guys watched the? I, I mostly, I mean, he does say Santa Claus too much. And again, mm -hmm. I I started googling when I left, and it seems slightly overinflated. Where but it's it, like Elvis was, you know. Wait, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That. I think we're going to say the same thing that it was originally conceived as it was a Christmas, maybe a Christmas thing. thing. Right. But I don't know if there were people cracking the whip being like, yeah. not enough Christmas. Or, <laughs> Cause like that special, have you seen the special? I've the, seen uh, songs from it. I haven't seen the whole thing. It does rule. It's great. And you do get it where yeah. you're like, Oh, this is a brilliant idea to like reintroduce. him. it was like, this guy sings it. Like he's a soulful musician. Like yeah. he's mm -hmm. a brilliant singer. Like, you yeah. know, and it's your, it's like, it's kind of like an unplugged thing. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know what it reminds gimmick. me of? Yeah. Molly, yeah. one of your favorite things Roman Coppola's special for the Strokes, well, the two dollar bill. It's that was supposed the reference to be the exact when they thing, did right? that. Yeah. Was was let's do the light up floor and the, the like comeback full special, around yeah. stage, right. and people can you know grab at the Strokes shoes similar to, yeah, yeah. to Elvis. It's yeah. an eternally like a perfect setup for something. Yeah, it's yeah. great. You know him talking and being like, you know, oh yeah, I'm, you know, each one storyteller <laughs> style. It's just like when Cobain did it or whatever, where it's just like people, a whole generation being, like, oh, I forgot that this guy is like. You know, it's not all just flash and gimmicks. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Like, he's an artiste. Yeah, yeah. And he's it, wearing a very fetching leather jumpsuit. Yeah, I that jumpsuit say. is incredible. He looks good. He's like younger than me too. <laughs> and he, like, that's the whole thing about Elvis. That's weird. Where you're like, oh, it's old Elvis, and you're like, well, he's like 36. Oh or God, you know, like he's not that <laughs> old. Um, but uh, I like all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll, mostly, you know, yes, Boz. <laughs> The problem with Parker at a certain point is like he's just there to be an impediment right. mm. over and over again. And it starts to get a little annoying because you are kind of like, Elvis, why don't you just dump this guy? You know? Yes. Yeah. And so it becomes this kind of sad thing. And there's also like, come like, on, man. You could just fucking go to Japan. In the yeah, in the movie logic, it, it gets to be this 
this thing where yes, the the plot is them trying to escape. But also, they are like physically separated the entire time, right, so you don't they, feel like, like stopped interacting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't feel the threat of the their interaction or the any actual like Svengali like control right. of Hanks. You just see him creeping in the shadows, going, "But the Christmas songs, Christmas, you must." <laughs> I wish he'd gone to Japan. Like, yeah. imagine how good that would have been. Oh yeah. my God, they would have gone insane. Yeah, like Elvis at Budokan. Yeah, right? exactly. like, you know, yeah. some crazy seventies. Like, it would have been so good. That would have been nuts. It's funny that the places that they keep referencing over and over are the places where I assume that uh, he would have hit the hardest. Uh, Germany and post-war Germany and post-war Japan. Uh, cowed to the U.S. Uh, under control of our popular culture, and yet enthralled by us. Right, and yeah. he's like the like the icon the, the, of post-war yeah, the id you know, of, of culture. Of right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I had a, uh, my <laughs> my colleague Will just got back from uh, a trip to Paris, and I mentioned that we saw this movie, and he's like, "They are pushing this movie hard mm. wow. in Paris." Mm. Like he said, like basically every line of sight in Paris is I, an Elvis ad, I, I, and I, I think that it. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, because I feel like the nostalgia for fifties for like American heyday culture is somehow even bigger. Yeah. Abroad than it is here. Remember where we when remember wasn't annoying. Or yeah. Something. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, where we can't remember pop culture that happened more than like five years ago, and right. anything earlier than that is dustbin. Throw it out. Nothing. Who cares? I think he is time to reboot Elvis. He's New a actor. fairly bulletproof years. brand. Yeah, like so, like you know, so just a movie about Elvis is a pretty good sell internationally. That makes sense to me. And also, like, Boz, I think, is a pretty good sell in yeah. that. Like, yeah. he is a name brand unto himself. He already set up uh, Paris real good. I feel like there was probably a lot of That's Moulin true. Rouge tourists. Yes. Do you think Paris is pro or anti-Moulin Rouge? It's not It's not a uh, realistic portrayal of the city. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, just but, people were flooding in in the years after just being like, where's the absence? Where's the absence? And they're like, right, it's exactly. Not, it's not the same as where's it used to Jim be. Where's Jim Broadbent doing, <laughs> you know, cartwheels <laughs> or whatever? Yeah, It's still, Moulin Rouge still exists. Yeah, you right? can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we go? We're going to Paris in a few days, a few weeks. You, I, I have always. It's right there, and you. There's <laughs> one of the stations, you, uh, metro stations, you get out of. It's right there in the windmill, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh. I think I've always been told that it's like a bit of a tourist, tourist trap, which yeah. is not shocking. Yeah. yeah. So I've never gone. I lived in Paris. Ooh, ooh la la. Uh, ooh, la, la. Yeah. Uh, when I was right after I graduated from college, and I, but I've never been, but it's, I'm sure it is at least a fine time. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you would have a good I time. I think you got to go to Crazy Horse, which is like the yes. uh, sexy strip club that uh, Beyonce filmed a video. That uh, you should. That's do. the real Moulin yeah. Rouge. I feel the, like if you you're going to go to a strip club in Paris, you should go to a uh, non. 120 year old one where they don't lift their uh, hoop skirts and you see a sock I I don't (laughs) right I don't know the level of nudity I mean I would imagine that like Moulin Rouge it's like a burlesque show it's like a high end cabaret kind of thing like uh, just go to a strip. Go to yeah. Just go to a regular club. stoke club. You know, Who are we kidding? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We've got we've all got the internet. Right. The, the one thing I want to say about the kind of transition from Elvis into the the tail end is that I did appreciate that the the transit the the Vegas show the building of the Vegas show mm-hmm. I really like that sequence yeah, yeah. That's really cool. it was basically just like hey what if I could make music that was like extremely large yes. what if I had like ninety people on stage you ready. No, and it does feel like innovative, or yeah. like you—you you get that this was like you know the final 
artistic expression he had. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. Rather I, than just making fun of him for being like, you bombastic know. Bombastic. Yeah, right. Yeah, Courtney. And, and I think that yeah. that is the thing where it's like, you know, even if, uh, as the movie a bit goes into glide mode of just being like, and now we just watch him die. Uh, that I do think that it, it's, it maintains that thing that I was saying earlier about a central character of Elvis is like, even as he is actively dying, the, his number one motivation at all points in all times seems to have been be a great show. Do a good show. Yeah. Do a good show. It's almost a bummer where you, there's the sequence where he's like, um, critiquing, mm-hmm the colonel from stage. Yes. Oh yeah. And you're kind of like, ah, oh, this is a bummer though. Cause like now everyone's <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, you know, the you- shows I mean, and that's why that works is because he gets, you uh, sense that he is dramatically angry enough to break. Right. The he show. actually yeah. will do that. And even Parker is like disturbed by this. Yes. Right. Yeah. To, uh, to, you know, but then, yeah, I mean, there's a few scenes like the wife being like, go to rehab, you know, all that stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. where you're just kind of like, I know he's going to fucking die. So yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> Why, you yeah. know, how do we, <laughs> right, how do we make this interesting? It's tough to make it interesting, his final fate. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, Boz, like you said, and you wanted to talk about, you know, Fat Elvis, the brief shot of Fat Elvis. Like, I feel like Boz mostly just wants to keep things beautiful and angelic mm-hmm. at the end. Like, he doesn't want to, you know, get into the real nitty gritty of, like, this guy was a fucking mess. Yeah. So well, nasty. even then, yeah. th- that really is only, like, it's 18 a, months it's, it's, right, at the right. end at the end of his life where things got like really really bad mm-hmm. uh it's it crazy that he died yeah he was such yeah. a money maker like you would mm-hmm. think someone would have been like all right yes mm-hmm. like this is no good we're yeah, gonna yeah. fix this yeah uh, yeah i read that after his death and when they did like full toxicology and brought in his dr feelgood doctor Ni- who's dr. literally Nick. Dick- that's, uh, that's dr. Nick. the mm-hmm. character yeah uh, right. that they determined that Dr. Nick had prescribed in the, he died in August of 77 in the year 77, eight months. Uh, he had prescribed 10,000 individual pills of, uh, narcotics, or sedatives, and amphetamines. Or, or, and like the whole thing was that Elvis was like, it's not grass. Like it's yeah. the doctors giving yeah, it to do- right? You know, doctor. like it's, all, it's my medicine. Right? But you, you know, you look at that and you're like, that's crazy that that happened. And then it's like the Michael Jackson thing where he was being like put under anesthesia every yeah. night so, like, by go a doctor. To sleep. Yeah, because yeah. right. like, he couldn't. Yeah, that Ooh. you li- you're literally like treating a human being. Like, uh, like what can we do to get him like up and down so yeah. he can play the show tonight? It's but it's hard to comprehend. It is right. It's again. It's hard to comprehend that people wouldn't at certain point be just like, okay, well, yeah. we have to get a hard reset on <laughs> got, this. This is, un- shut it this is completely unbelievable. Yeah. And I do appreciate that. You know, I think part of the the biopic cliche at this point is like watching the guy like all sweaty in a room alone, like withdrawing from drugs right. and being like, ah, ah, yeah, exactly. Having a dream that takes him back to his childhood oh, and being yeah, like, yeah. oh, the last time I I was innocent. I'm glad that they didn't do that. <laughs> that would be, it's, it's, it is so, <laughs> yeah, just a time goes back to a tiny Elvis. <laughs> it is a little Elvis. Nick, Nick Cage. Hey, little Elvis. <laughs> you're going to be in Forrest Gump or whatever. Uh, yeah, it is almost, it's, it's uh, how to say this? It is funny that it is almost like dramatically better for a biopic as a movie if the artist just dies <laughs> instead of have to tag on the little five minutes at the end of it's like a, and then they got better well have you guys yeah. seen have you guys seen rocket man i've not no. seen rocket man rocket man has that problem yeah. where it's oh, like yeah. the whole thing with rocket man is like and then elton john overcame his drug addictions and his various other vices right mm-hmm. and, and he's then, still on his farewell and tour to the thing. This and then it's like and then it's like uh, yada yada yada. Thirty years later, and like literally, it ends with him being like uh, some titles that aren't like he died, but everyone still loves him. But yeah. are instead like Elton John 
donates lots of money to charity <laughs> and he's still a shopaholic. <laughs> like that's how it has to end because oh, it just God. has to be like, you know, which is fine. Yeah, like yeah. I'm glad yeah, Elton yeah. John is not dead. <laughs> that's very but funny it is though. just funny that they try to hit the sort of like everyone go out, you know, yeah. with a cheer. <laughs> and it's cheer just, of Amphar or whatever. Like. It's like literally like he got married and he loves shopping. <laughs> like and you're like, okay, cool. I love Elton John. You know, like yeah, I mean, uh, whatever. So, it's fine. Yeah, it gets to be like a little bit of a drag, but that sweet at the end, and this is where I want to bring back in Bohemian Rhapsody because mm. it does the exact same trick where it like l- slavishly recreates a real moment that happened right, in the you film. Can watch essentially and, and the compare. Fun, the hilarious thing is, given fucking Baz's immaculate style, that to make the transition between real life and this thing is the first time you have to see a piano with like soda cups strewn on it, right. which is exactly the same thing that they had to do with Bohemian Rhapsody. Is like perfectly placed the period accurate paper and Coca-Cola with cups. A little blue and yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the whole like sweet sequence is the end of where like Parker is monologuing. It's like, maybe it's you who killed Elvis. He's, he's, he's yeah. in there. But then it transitions oh. to that actual footage of him singing uh, Unchained Melody. And looking like he is dying. It feels like people are holding him in place. Like, yeah. it's just sort of like people near him. Yeah. And, he's like, yeah. Like, and you're just sort of like, this is right. It's chilling. It's, it's, but it's transcendent it's, as well. But he's yeah. all yeah. El, El Vussy into that song. Yes. Like, I know. He did not, he he did did not hold back. He did El Vussy into that song. <laughs> That's a very good point, Molly. <laughs> Uh, Imagine and, if we brought him back today and told him that. Oh my God! What he, the hell are you freaks yeah, talking about? Yeah, he'd be like, he would probably not be happy oh, with God, what I the mean, culture is now. He'd have a podcast. You would have, yeah, he'd have a podcast. Just telling the story. I mean, I, I remember when I was in karate practice on a set of uh, girls, 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 and I. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest that he got into karate. The Carpenter movie has a little karate in it. Yeah. This has no karate. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, it's been brought up on Twitter, but uh, the best anecdote from his life that I feel like people are discovering. Do you, do you want to relate this, Molly? Wait, what? Uh, what? The thing about his karate instructor? Oh, yeah, that Priscilla had an affair with his karate instructor because she also started to try a little bit of karate. Mm. And then when they found out and they got divorced and Elvis was like, should we put a contract out on this guy's head? Yeah, And then was like, okay, maybe not. Maybe I'm... Th- maybe I'm he uh, was throwing out ideas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, how are we, we going to solve this karate problem? I mean, if anyone guy? could pay someone to kill someone successfully, I do think it could have been Elvis at this time. Even just, like, all the... Na- and like uh, this is another part that I saw people goofing on is like the one scene where it like introduces his posse and like shows everybody's names going mm-hmm. through, mm-hmm. Uh, which is seems vaguely out of place. But I get it because all of their names are so funny. All their names are crazy. Uh, and he yeah. he's the original entourage guy. Like yeah. he right yes. he is the app where you're like, why does this guy have not a dollar to his name? It's like, well, he's got like thirty five fucking guys around yeah. him. Yeah, all and draw on the money. Yeah. 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 Uh, the guy who he asked uh, in his posse to see if he could get a hire a hitman to kill his karate instructor's name was, of course, Red West. Hell yeah. Okay. Red West. All right. A guy named Red West hanging He's out with cool. Elvis. <laughs> Those guys are all cool. How, with, oh, he'd be dead. He was born with 35. 35. He would have to be ancient. He would he'd his be 80s. almost 90. Yeah. He'd be, yeah. yeah, pushing. Yeah, so really he'd probably well like, would have been nice to just have like 40 more years of Elvis or yeah. 30. I think. If you'd seen the new millennium, I feel like that would have been fine. Elvis yeah. 2000. Elvis 2000. Exactly. Yeah. One last and show. Then right before 9-11. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he, he, doesn't, he didn't need to Leave see that. the building. He the, yeah. The consumer internet. He, he doesn't need any of yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't need to be. Uh, certainly he did not need to be online. 
Although I bet Elvis would be one of those like older entertainer guys who just like like all their tweet tweets are like having a good day on the farm. Hope right. you are too. Howdy from the ranch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, peace and love. You know, like, exactly. doing yeah, like Ringo. Ringo. Yeah, 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 yeah right. <laughs> and you or the, Gal- and- the Gallagher brother, whichever one tweets more. Oh, the Gallagher brother. It's who's- Liam who tweets, yes. right? Yeah. Noel does it. Does Noel tweet? I don't Noel think so. Noel is certainly good at pontificating. Yeah. Liam has the good tweets that are mostly about football and, of course, the one where he uh, thought that he, he thought COVID, was, but he was, was actually hot. just hot. He was actually just hot. hot. Very yes. scary for We've him. We've all been there. Well, the only other thing I wanted to bring up was just, you know, the idea that Elvis is, like, stagnating in Vegas. Mm. And now everyone has a fucking Vegas show. Yes. No, he, he wanted won. that, too. His style one of, like, actually all these people, maybe they're tired and they don't want to go on a world tour. And they just want to hang out in Vegas, get paid a shit ton of money. Yes. Have total control over their shit. He just did it too early. He, he did it too early. should have waited another He should have gotten years. the yes. European yes. tour in. Yeah. And right. then 80s should have been Vegas. Yes. That's the thing. And yes. then he probably would have just died on cocaine instead of pills. Yeah. Mm, Which... Yeah, he would have loved cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> right? He would have been into that. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's the problem. Yeah, there were too many new drugs to throw at Elvis. Yeah, RIP Elvis, you would have loved MDMA. What of like, you know... Gay people, the village yes. people. Like, oh, what yeah. What made of all that? I yeah. just love thinking about this. Would yeah. that like re- real disco Elvis? I mean, what if he like? I feel like you would have loved Bill Clinton. Like, he <laughs> right? Oh, that absolutely. Guy is, like, right up his alley. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, we're both from the you know shotgun houses, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. See him like drunkenly endorsing Bill Clinton <laughs> yeah, in '92. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it feels it, it is like a the personal tragedy of of a cool guy dying, but yeah, it does seem like Elvis had. Uh, obviously, the the legacy of him is is defined by him dying when he did. But it's, uh, there seems like there could have been so much more pop culture Elvis. I yeah. do it with to, so many. Yeah. Like, but like when yeah, with Cobain, it's like oh, he would just be this sort of like snarky, intelligent yeah. guy who actually had interesting thoughts about music yeah. or whatever, right? Like yeah. but with Elvis, you're like just fun imagining like, like cartoon Elvis, yes, like in various scenarios. Yeah, Elvis yeah, like, like on the on the Today Show in like 1996 weighing in on you on know whatever. The, what do you think of Elvis? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Elvis headlining uh, Coachella. I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah, sure. Elvis, Elvis's uh, impression of hip hop again, because going back yeah, to like one true. of his most fundamental beliefs seems to be a sincere appreciation and um, it, you know, endorsement, uh, understanding, uh, boostering of Black American music. Yes, it would be interesting to see how love, he dealt with how he dealt with hip-hop. A, a Rick Rubin Elvis guys album? are great. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, wait. Speaking because right, this yeah. is the last thing I want to bring up before we wrap up. Original end credit song by Eminem that contains the actual lyrics and now I'm going to tell you about the parallels between Elvis and me. Mm-hmm. Called The King and I. The King That's and the I. Song. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention that. I thought it's great. Now I'm about to explain to you all the parallels between Elvis and me. Myself that seemed obvious. One is pale as me. Second, we both been held as king. He used to rock the jailhouse and I used to Does Eminem only do that now? Because like yeah. he did the, the Venom song, song, right? Which is great. I love which that song. Which is pretty good. Yeah. It was a very good match of, yes. of you know, Eminem, he's always bifurcated himself, yes. right? I'm here. It's me and Marshall. Me, Mads, yeah, yeah. Shady, you know, like, I've got my own parasite telling me weird shit, but and then I tell you. I don't. I mean, obviously, Eminem and uh, Elvis both grew up poor. Yes. Yeah. So I understand that, and they yes. both grew up, you know, interested more in in, in black music and had black friends or whatever. Yeah. I get that. Right. And you know what? Actually, <laughs> you know what? Eminem might be right. Yeah. And of course, then he's you know. 
He's an intruder onto the scene, but yes. he's also broadening the appeal uh, of the scene. Yeah, but he's maybe. also, uh, he causes controversy yeah, by his outrageous is. behavior that he would Fuck. defend as like artistic, just and he artistic expressions. And he, and he loves pills. pills. Wow. Oh, man. And he's got a weird relationship with his wife. Ma- and his mom. And his mom. And his, mom. Yes. And his daughter. It makes, it totally makes sense. Yeah, God, that's a- the, See, honestly, <laughs> both the Venom, it's funny because it seems so cheesy and out of nowhere, but both the Venom anime, the Venom anime, the Venom Eminem track and the Elvis Eminem track, it's like these intuitively make sense about something that Eminem would do. Yes. Yes. Venom, Eminem is Venom. He's he is got, very Venom-y. Yes. yes. Yeah. It, I, I just, what is Eminem doing other than this right He had an now? album out like uh, two years ago, two around the Venom ago, song, I don't think Kamikaze. Great. Yeah. Look, I, again, I'm glad he is not dead. Yes. But he does strike you as someone where it's almost like in the movie version of it, it's like, and then he died like when he was 32. Right. Yeah. And we don't have to deal and with an old. Right. We, yeah. It is like he's the other version of it. It's like, yeah, well, he's just still around me. Basically, ev- in there, okay. every song he has made, at least in the past 10 years, has basically been like a self loathing song about like, you guys liked me a lot better when I was very mentally unwell. And right. I'm not really sure what to do with that. I'm yes. like, yes, that is a unique I problem. It, I don't know how relatable it is. It's not. And you are wealthy and, you know, yeah. I hope you're happy. Yeah. Oh, I I actually, Sober. Yeah, he's wor- he's well. he's like working out now instead of uh you know taking a what what, what was his pill problem? Just pills in Just general. Pill, what is anybody's Why? pills, pills? Job problem? I, Unless you're like specifically an oxy head, I, I feel think, like it's I just think whatever. whatever. What do you got? I think he might have been an oxy guy. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, but I think he's probably done a lot of uh, drugs. I, I forgot that he also he had another album even past Kamikaze. The surprise 2020 album, Murder Music to Be Murdered By. Okay. okay. Solid title. Uh, like, he, yeah, he which still I think has, has these like, edgy, like, like, kind of signifiers, but then it's just his thing is just You're like, suddenly- I don't know, I'm basically doing well now. <laughs> it's but- impossible. There's no way you can remain <laughs> yeah. edgy. So, whatever. yeah. Uh, this is a little putting you on the spot. Fine. Uh, and I have my answer I'm to this. I'm not going to sing for you. <laughs> I'm a terrible singer. <laughs> no, explain what? the parallels between Elvis and you. No. <laughs> Looking at the 2023 movie slate, mm. what movie should Eminem do the end Fuck. credits what's, song? Wait, what's on the 2023 movie slate? Uh, you should know this. Uh, ba- but Barbie. Well, that <laughs> is that is on the 2023 movie slate. As That's is, the only, you know, that's top is, of mind right, for uh, me right now. You know, Bradley Cooper's Leonard Bernstein movie. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Which, yes. Yes. Oppenheimer. Ex- that's the one I was going to say because the last Nolan movie ended with the, with the Travis inscrutable Scott. Travis Scott song. And so I think he needs to go the opposite direction and have an Eminem song that's literally, that's like, I'm Eminem, and I'm going to tell you why I am like the atomic bomb. I'm dropping okay. lyrical bombs. Yes. There's also a Wonka movie coming. Okay, okay. Dark Wonka, I could see, yes. I could see Eminem seeing some Wonka parallels. Uh, what's enter, enter candy my candy man. shop, yeah, and exactly, you, but yeah. you might, you know, I right. got, I got something for you that you can't, can't <sighs> deny. Well, supposedly there's the Ridley Scott Napoleon movie coming Ooh, with is, Joaquin Phoenix. Is that? A, I haven't even heard of that. <laughs> that guy just bags. Uh, the guy pumps him out. Yeah, he pumps him out. I could see Napoleon. Eminem's not a big guy. Yes. Yep. I could see him seeing some Napoleon. You know, that would Emperor, you know, ha- had a lot of shit going on, but then it all got taken from he him. He could posit that Detroit <laughs> is the Corsica of America. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, any of these. I just think once a year now, he, he should, is, he should, he, he should get one in there. I and, agree. And do like very literal about why that movie is both about him and also important. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a new Asterix movie coming. Cool. <laughs> is that I just Googled is that an American? No. Is an American production? Not an American production. When he drinks Asterix drinks uh, juice and becomes powerful, isn't that the Do thing? Do you not know Asterix is I vibe? read an Asterix once and I liked it because it was about uh gall. 
It's about Gaul. Yes. It's about the yeah uh, yeah. He drinks like when I was like eleven. Asterix is Lil. Yeah, and he drinks magic potion to get strong, much like everyone else in his village. Obelix, who is large, mm-hmm. fell into the magic potion and when he was a baby. Permanently large. So he is always strong, and so he doesn't need the magic potion. But it's like a point of contention. He ah. wants it. And they're always like, you don't need any. And he's like, <laughs> I know I found it. And he eats like a whole boar. Is he also kind of dumb too? He's, yes, he's the dumb, he's sort of literal minded. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas Asterix is cunning. Like Asterix is usually the clever one. Yeah. Well, we'll have to pick up some Asterix more. Yeah. Me. It's so good. Okay. We are far right. field now. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Sorry. Uh, David, I thank you so much for uh, stopping by. Thank you. Um, if, People are coming to the show. Uh, you should check back to the 2018 episode yeah. about Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Again, I think there are a lot of parallels between these movies, not just because they're big rock biopics, but again, because they're both giant maximalist. Uh, yes, inter- this one's good. Pretty down the line things. And one is very bad and one is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> would you like to plug anything? I'm uh, Blank Check is my podcast uh, about movies with Griffin Newman. You should listen to that. Um, yes. Coming up on a Fosse series. Yes, oh, yeah. starting on Sunday. I don't know when you're dropping this app, but soon. Probably in the next two days. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Fosse's about to start. Uh, just watch Star 80 today. Bummer movie. Uh, I, how do you watch a Fosse movie right now? We were trying to watch all these Fosse movies, and there's just a simply not available on streaming. Did you uh, go yeah. to the library? Uh, well, Star 80 is available, but all that jazz is not, which is annoying. And like Sweet Charity, you have to like subscribe to like Broadway HD or whatever. You know, like there are these things that are on like incredibly niche streaming services. Uh, Yeah. I think Cabaret is Cabaret is right. We we did see Cabaret pretty recently. Yes. Um, Anyway, that is a star studded mini series event. All the guests are really fun. Would you say the the skies are dark because all the stars are there? That's that's absolutely the case. Wow. Okay, great. Mm. Uh, and uh, and I write in the Atlantic. You can read my review of it, Elvis. And in, indeed, I, uh, I, I always <laughs> I always check the uh, Atlantic for the Sims review to, to, uh, to see if I will actually enjoy movies. Ah, uh, Molly, do you have anything to plug? And yes, you do. Let me remind you. Yeah, what's up, what, what do I have to plug? I you, actually forget. You've blogged recently about music and technology. Oh <gasps> yes, I have blogged. Uh, I went to a, a music NFT party oh recently because I was like, I need to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I, you get these emails and it's like the future of music is like ownership of special digital properties <laughs> that are fingerprinted with so audio annoying. technology and uh, tradable on the fucking Web3 marketplace. Right. And I'm like, you know, I I lived in a world where I had CDs and then I bought an iPod and then I got, you know, I went on the iTunes store. So I'm like, what else, what is the future of music? Right. The answer is I don't I don't know. And I don't think it is anything. I don't think anyone knows. Uh, yeah, they don't know. They don't know. They're just saying they know. They're saying they they're don't. saying that they know, and they're saying it very confidently, they're, and they're throwing very large parties. Right. There are a bunch uh, of videos. Tom Parkers. Oh, oh yeah, Carnival yes. Barkers waiting like, for their next star. There are these there's videos starting to float up dropping. where people are like, "But no, 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 shh, shh, shh. just just step by step explain to me how this works." And they can't. They no can't no one it. can actually no. do it. Right. It's it's, it's total vapor. Right. It's, it's amazing. So I, I blogged about it. Uh, themollyzone.com. You can uh, find my blog on this. Thank you for reminding me. I always have to remind you your plugs. Every uh, time every time I do something, then it, I just forget about it. It's cool. Uh, I mean, that's probably a good way to go through yeah. life right now. Yes. I need to be reminded. I will be at a music festival with Chapo Trap House uh, August 6th. You can find information for that and 
new upcoming tour dates, uh, which will be announced at the beginning of July. Sure. Uh, all that, plus a merch sale, chapatrapas.com. Uh, I have a new podcast about the Habsburgs and other things coming out oh. in October. Uh, but other than that... Um, you guys have four more weddings to go to, according yes, to your yeah, wedding. Yeah, we... It's uh, mostly weddings. I, I put that there because... Uh, because otherwise I will, I will forget mm-hmm. that we have a list of weddings and we just crossed ours off and that felt that felt so it so felt so good, good. <laughs> yeah it felt so good good job yeah. uh, if you're coming to this from blank check we've got a lot of more podcasts about music if you like this we have uh, yeah. well, at least a hundred episodes in the backlog some of them cool. are also about movies uh, some of them are they're all pretty timeless so you can just go back through and listen to anything that you Shut are interested down. in or something that you're not interested in they're all pretty good introductions to musicians lives. And so with that, uh, you can find us at and at and intro plot pod. You can send us an email at and introducing pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Our SoundCloud is, as always, at soundcloud.com slash and dash intro dash pod. Uh, nice. And if you like this, tell, tell a friend. friend. That's yeah. the best way. Say you listen to a cool podcast and there are many more episodes of it. All right. Bye, everybody. This has been and introducing. Music get true, perhaps used it as a tool to combat school. Kids came back on some bathroom shit. Now I call a hater up a day, cause they mad, but they can't do shit. And I know I'm such a dick, huh? And it must be fucking with ya. So know I up and quit the prescription drugs and liquor. And yeah.